Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course, you know, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, but you can watch us too. We are on your computer, even your mobile device. Just take your browser over to supertalktv.com. And today we're kicking off by celebrating National Popcorn Day. I feel like it's one food we can all agree on. It's good. If you don't like popcorn, you're weird. I just don't see what there is not to like. And joining us today is John Mark Looney. He is the founder of Crop to Pot in Trivet, Mississippi. And I think, John Mark, are you still Mississippi's only commercial popcorn farmer? Uh, as far as I know, I am. Which I know there's probably some farmers out there that grow popcorn for their own home or use, but you do it as a way to uh, create a product to then turn around and sell. So how many years now have you had Crop to Pop? Uh, so I think this will be um, our seventh year. We started in 2016. All righty. And you've grown exponentially over those years. Every day I turn on my social media, you are posting where you can pick up your product in new and fun places. So what's business like now? Well, it's, it's slowed down quite a bit after Christmas. We still have had a few orders come in. And I think that a lot of retailers kind of stop and, and regroup after Christmas, and, and they realize, hey, we're out of crop to pop, so we need to order some. So uh, I've had a few orders have come in, and we've been shipping some out and getting it magged up and just keep on keeping on. So in the world of popcorn farming, which sounds fun, you don't actually, I guess you're you're farming the kernels. You're not actually farming the popcorn. What's the season like? Where are you? Is it sort of similar to like regular corn season or is it different in terms of when you harvest, when you plant all the things? Yeah, it's uh, so popcorn is a, it's its own type of corn. You don't turn corn into popcorn. You grow, you grow popcorn. Uh, it comes off of the, the ear ready to pop. Um, so right now we're probably a, 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 maybe a month and a half to two months out from, from planting. And uh, we'll plant usually mid-March, and then it grows throughout the summer, and we harvest in August. And as soon as we harvest any popcorn that we have left over from the previous year, we, we get rid of that, and we uh, and we immediately start to bag this year's popcorn so as soon as we get the fresh popcorn in um, and an order comes in they get the the newest popcorn they can possibly get when you harvest it john mark does it get i'm sure it gets washed and cleaned and all the fun things that coming from the farm but are there any other processes that happen to the actual kernels before they go into the bag to go to someone's home no, there's really not. Um, the the combine has a, uh, I mean, it is a combination harvester and thresher, and that's where the name combine comes from. 
Um, so this kind of got a seed cleaner inside of it, and it separates the kernels from all of the you know, from a lot of the field trash. And then once we get it out of the field, we we put it in a grain bin, we dry it down to the right moisture for popping quality. Uh, that's why all of your kernels pop is because we get it at the at the right moisture. And then once we do that, then we'll bring it into our our processing facility, and we run it through another seed cleaner. It gets all the rest of the field trash and all the little tissues that come off of the uh, of the cobs, uh, things like that. Get all of that out, and then we put it in a bag and ship it straight to retailers. You mentioned combine, John Mark. The first time we talked to you here on Good Things, probably about six years ago, because we hadn't been around, been around seven, not quite yet. Uh, you had uh, given a small portion of your land, or I guess it was your father's farm, to sort of do this experiment for crop to pop. How many acres, or how big are you planning now for your endeavor? Uh, we, we're kind of holding steady at the same acreage. Uh, we always overproduce, and the, the reason we do that is we don't want to run out. I think the first year that we grew it, we we, didn't, we grew maybe you know two or three acres or something like that, you know, and uh, realized pretty quick that wasn't going to be enough as we grew. So we we grow a certain amount. It's it's really been the same probably for the last five years as far as uh, you know how much we grow. Um, and like I said, we always overproduce because we don't want to run out. Uh, I think that's one of the keys to, you know, having a successful product like this is that, you know, when your customers get used to it and they have it in their homes, they go back to the store and they want more of it. Uh, it's important that they can go back and get it, you know, because if they go to the store to get popcorn, they don't have the popcorn, then they're going to go somewhere else to get it. Um, so that's that's our our theory behind that. Well, you'll be happy to hear Darren and Jackson says he loves your popcorn. It's the only popcorn that he will buy. And then someone else asked uh, John Mark, what percentage moisture do you dry the corn down to? I don't know the what that means, but maybe you know what he's asking. Yeah, I know exactly what he's asking. He, uh, you know, when you think about eating corn on the cob, um, even like straight out of the field, you know, before you boil it, it's still the, the kernels are soft and they've got a lot of water inside of them. So, what will happen, the natural progression of that, that product is that um, over time it dries out. And with sweet corn, you have about a week or so to get it out of the field. And some people have it down to the day when they harvest it. But if you leave it in the field, what happens is the, the plant naturally starts to die and the moisture leaves the kernels and they get hard. So as, they, as that moisture level comes down, we want to harvest it about 16%. And that's a little bit high for popping. But it harvests better, and what happens is the uh, the kernels will stay on the cob better as it goes through the combine. And then once it gets into the back of the combine where the, the thrashing is going on, then they separate back there. But you don't want it separating um, at the header. If you do, then it'll fall off on the ground, and you won't get any. You won't get as much popcorn. So we harvested it a little higher moisture, and then we put it in a grain bin. We blow air on it. Now, it's usually still pretty hot in August when we're harvesting. So, you know, coming out of the field, it's uh, the, the temperature is pretty high. So we want to cool it down as, as fast as we can, you know, overnight. And then uh, and then we'll get the moisture down to somewhere between 13 and 14%. And it varies from variety to variety of popcorn. Some popcorns like a little higher moisture, some a little bit lower. But that just kind of depends on the... Uh, the physiological characteristics, like how thick the seed coat is on the individual kernel. I guess how it's, much water. 
It's like any other vegetable, right? Like there's different varieties. I know there's different varieties of corn. You obviously don't get the same style popcorn from traditional corn that may be in all of our gardens every summer as the varieties that you choose to grow, John Mark. But are there also different varieties of Popping popcorn kernels. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It would just be popcorn. Yeah. So there's um, there's there's red popcorns and blue popcorns. Um, we grow a yellow butterfly popcorn. If you buy caramel corn, a lot of the, the stores around um, Mississippi that are doing caramel corns and flavored popcorns, they use a mushroom popcorn, and a mushroom popcorn has kind of a ball shaped kernel. And so when they put that into a machine, they dump the heavy caramel on it. It won't just crumble like your typical butterfly popcorn will. But a butterfly popcorn typically is better to eat by itself with just salt and butter or however you like to prepare it. Is that what you grow at Crop to Pop? Yeah, yeah. And that's what most people are going to eat. If they go to the grocery store to buy popcorn, whatever you get in the microwave packages, that's going to be a butterfly popcorn. Now, since you first started, I know you were just selling crop to pop sort of around town or right here in Mississippi, but you've definitely grown in where you're shipping from the Delta uh, to different boutiques and sort of storefronts. What's the strangest or furthest, both, you can answer both questions, that you have sent crop to pop to be sold? Uh, So I think the furthest away is a store in Saratoga Springs, New York. It's called... uh uh, the Savory Pantry, and they have a location in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And so that's how I got connected with them. Uh, and so I sold them some popcorn in Hot Springs, um, and they have that store in New York. So they, they send some up there, and uh, shipping gets a little expensive when you're going that far. Um, but here recently I picked up three stores in the St. Louis area, um, one kind of in St. Louis and two on the outside of St. Louis and St. Charles and uh, so, yeah, we kind of go all over the southeast mainly, um, and then, you know, we have a few outliers that are kind of outside of the, the southeast. How do they find you? How did someone in New York decide that they wanted Mississippi popcorn in their store? Um, well, I, I mentioned New York. They've got a, a location in Hot Springs that we sell to, but there was a lady from um, Washington State who was in franklin tennessee and she went into the savory spice shop in franklin tennessee uh downtown and she picked up a bag and she flew back home and tried a bag she's like i gotta get a get some of this for my store so she called and, and she ordered a case and uh we got one out there to her and and you know when you start shipping that far it gets pretty expensive so uh They can afford it in New York, though, John Mark. Hey, stick with us. I want to talk about how the right way is to pop some of your delicious popcorn coming up next. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Packing my suitcase, writing a tear stain goodbye, no. Saying so long 
happy birthday, Dolly Parton. Maybe she's enjoying a big bowl of popcorn today. I don't know. I would enjoy it on my birthday. It's National Popcorn Day, and we are catching up with Mississippi's only popcorn farmer. That's founder of Crop to Pop, John Mark Looney. And we've got some questions for you on the text line, John Mark. Mike from Grand Bay was interested in your the moisture conversation. You talked about it being at a good level when you go to sell it for popping. Does it stay, like when you get it on the shelf at home, will it stay, how long will it stay at the right moisture level to keep for, to keep good popping is what I'm trying to say. How long can you keep it on your shelf? Let me get to get, get straight um, to well, <laughs> I, I have, I think I've got a bag of popcorn from the first year that I actually grew it and it'll still pop. So you got to remember that a, a seed is basically a time capsule to to protect the, the offspring of that plant, you know, so it'll last, you know, for a long time. And they have found popcorn in tombs in Mexico and South America that will still pop. Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. Yeah, yeah. Now, y'all's is the kernels. It doesn't come already popped, but you also have to pop it yourself. It's not like it comes in a, uh, a um, I guess, a microwave-ready bag or whatever that you may be familiar with when you go to the grocery store. Is that very intentional? Y'all went very sort of vintage with that, or is it because it's higher quality? Um, it You know, the quality is in the, the kernel itself. Uh, we don't really have the facilities to pop popcorn and flavor it. I would like to get into doing something like that in the future, but uh, right now it's just not in the in the works. But, um, um, you know, you can pop popcorn and, you know, however you, you do it, you can use an air popper, you can use, you can put our popcorn in the microwave, you put it in a, you know, paper bag, you can put a little oil in there with it and a little salt, throw it in the microwave for two minutes on high. You know, listen for it to stop popping so you don't burn it like we all have in the past and and uh, and take it out. And so what happens is that moisture content, back to that, at the right moisture, there's enough water in there that boils inside the, the seed coat and it creates pressure and it turns all the starches into a, a liquid. So when it gets enough internal pressure, the seed pops and the, the starches cool off and turn into a foam. So... Uh, so, yeah, you can use a, a microwave, you can use an air popper, you can do stovetop, um, and, you know, however you pop popcorn, you can, our popcorn is good for that. I appreciate the stovetop. If you've never done that, it's a full experience. I know many listening to Good Things, you guys grew up, that was like your generation. You only popped popcorn on the stove. You didn't have, you know, the microwaves or sort of whatever. And I would say if you haven't done that, it's like a little fun science experiment slash then you get a snack at the end with the kids because the first time I did it with my oldest, I mean, she thought it was the coolest thing ever to see the popcorn sort of, you know, create itself and come up out of the out of the saucepan. Is that your favorite way to do it, John Mark? Yes, I like it on the stovetop and I like to use duck fat for the oil and just a little bit of salt. And if you really want to go gourmet with it, go get some black truffle salt, but regular salt works just fine. You have other fun recipes, too, and different ways to sort of utilize crop to pop. I know most just probably enjoy it as a snack, like you sort of mentioned. But how fancy have you gotten with figuring out recipes for your product? Well, the um, the, the, the duck fat really took it to another level. That adds kind of a buttery flavor without having to pour butter on it. Um, if you want to do something sweet, uh, a kettle corn is my favorite way to do that. And... Um, 
I'm a little rusty on my recipe for that. I haven't made it in, in a little bit, but uh, basically you add a little sugar in with your popcorn and your salt. Um, when you're right before it starts to pop, you'll dump the, the sugar in there and the sugar will melt. The popcorn will pop and it will stick to the popcorn. So it's, it's kind of like caramel corn, but it's a little bit lighter and, and you still have this combination of a crispiness from the sugar with the softness of the popcorn. And then you also have the sugar and salt working against each other. And you know how good that is, like salted caramel or something like that. So uh, to me, that's probably those two ways. I, I really don't see it getting better than either the duck fat with black truffle salt or just regular old kettle corn. So maybe silly question, John Mark, but where do you find duck fat? It's nothing. It's never been on my grocery list. I've never put it in my Instacart. I'm not really sure. I feel like it, you know, it's something that a hunter would have from his, you know, from his harvest from duck season. Well, the, the wild ducks don't have any fat on there because they just got done flying here from Canada, so they burned all their fat off. But uh, And then they you know, die. That's some, really sad. And, right, right. <laughs> it is. Uh, until you get to eat them, and then it's happy again. But, uh, the, um, you know, duck fat is available. Some of my retailers, I know that uh, Raggio Mercantile out in Raymond carries duck fat with the popcorn. Uh, um, you know, some of my retailers have duck fat. You can buy it at Walmart and Kroger. It, it's usually in the olive oil section. Uh, it'll be next to the... Um, uh, next to the um, coconut oil and, and kind of the alternative oils. Um, olive oil works really great, too. I know we've, we've got a great customer in Jackson, uh, Jay Olive Olive Oil, or in uh, north of Jackson and, and Madison. And they, uh, you know, so they have a wide selection of different flavored olive oils that you can use. You can get a butter-flavored olive oil or a garlic-flavored olive oil, and those work really well, too. So. All right. Well, I've got something new to give a try, a new grocery find to look for. Duck fat. Who knew? Um, I like it that you mentioned it just sort of enhances the flavor, which Darren and Jackson said he puts his salt in with the oil instead of putting it on after. And he's found that's kind of the way that his family likes to to create your uh, crop to pop. And then, of course, Mike says, where can you get it? How many stores are you in now? You certainly do not have to list off every one. But is there a place on your website, John Mark, where people can go and find retailers or is it? Available yes. online? Yes, you can go to our website, and it's uh, Six Mile Farms, LLC, and that's S-I-X-F-A-R-M-S. No, S-I-X-M-I-L-E-F-A-R-M-S-L-L-C.com. And there is a, uh, a, a retailer section on there. You can also Google Crop to Pop, and there are a lot of our online retailers will come up. Um, but there's also a section on the website that... Uh, that has our online retailers if you're not close by to a location. So uh, we have, you know, we're pretty well scattered out across Mississippi. Uh, there's few, a few holes here and there that, you know, you may have to drive a little bit to, to get it from a retailer, but uh, you can always order it online if you're not close by. Well, I love uh, walking into the downtown shop there in Brandon, the Giffery, the downtown Giffery, yeah. and seeing a product that I feel like I know. I know you are by now we're friends, and so I'm like, ah, there you are. So you're in the, you know, you're in the most um, strangest places sometimes in the little gift shops and stuff. And I'm like a little a little tribute to the Delta. Where is tribute? Where exactly is your farm? If we were looking on a map in the Delta. All right, so we are about. Um, mm-hmm. Five miles 
southeast of Leland, Mississippi. So we're just south of Highway 82 and just east of Highway 61. Good deal. Well, John Mark, happy National Popcorn Day. I feel like it's your day. This is your day to shine or pop, should I say. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Well, I appreciate your time, buddy, and keep up the good work. I look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you. It's always good to to be on the show, and I hope that everybody enjoys Crop Pop. All righty. There you go. Mississippi's only popcorn farmer. I think it's pretty cool. If you've never tried his product, it really is uh, delicious. It's easy to cook. He is the one that inspired me to maybe bring in the kernel popcorn rhino and actually give it a try versus doing what you would normally do by just throwing it in the microwave and popping up sort of your, your favorite. And it really does. It has a completely different texture, taste. And, you know, if you are looking for something that has, like, less salt, less whatever, you kind of have a blank slate. And, and to let you know, like six cups popped is considered a serving. Maybe not the caribou sugary one, but in just terms of popcorn, which is considered a whole grain, heart healthy, you get six whole cups of it popped. I'm going to have to give his duck fat a try because I actually do have duck fat at the apartment. You would. What do you use it for? Uh, I've actually tried it on all kind of stuff, and it, he, he really is right. It, it's a whole different level of of richness to it but uh it can be a little pricey i managed to find i I found duck fat and bacon fat in jars and beef tallow but i've only found one of those i found two jars of the duck fat and bacon fat and one jar of beef tallow all on the clearance rack so i cleared them out i would think though it's an investment like a little goes a long way oh yeah so if you do invest i'm still working on the first jar out of two of the duck fat and so you would probably have it for it would be a staple for a long time and when you think of it you don't want to buy one of those crazy ingredients that cost you know ten twelve dollars or whatever and you only need like a smidget of it and then you're never going to use it again it feels like the duck fat would be able to hang out in your pantry for a while and you would get your Pretty much anything that you'd be willing to put a pat of butter on, Mm -hmm. you could put a teaspoon of duck fat on it, and it's going to be even better. It's going to be even better. Well, we're getting a better conversation coming up next. We're going to catch up with our girls from Chapel Heart right here on Good Things. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, Chapel Heart fans, get ready. Text your concert birdie, buddy, and pick a city. They're kicking off their first headlining tour, Glory Days, and they're joining us today to catch up and tell us more. Hey, ladies. Hey, Rebecca. Oh, I just want to hug you all. You guys have been so busy. How has life been? 
Oh, this is Tree, and life has been crazy. Busy is an understatement. People keep saying every time we see y'all online, y'all somewhere else, and we we got to keep it pushing, the pedal to the metal. But like you said, we are almost ready to be on the road full-time with this Glory Days tour. This is exciting. Okay, the single drops, Glory Days drops, does it drop today or does it drop tomorrow? Um, this is Devin. The lyric video dropped today, but the the actual song will be available on all streaming platforms tomorrow. So, so give- if you cannot contain yourself to wait till tomorrow, you can go to holler dot com or uh, check out check out um, our socials, and um, there's a link to go to Holler Music and watch it live. I mean, you can watch it right now. But um, for everybody else who can wait, it's available tomorrow. It's available tomorrow. And what a little bit I know about it, it's sort of reminding us all that the journey is as important as the destination, which you guys have had a hell of a journey to get to where you're at now. So give us a little background about Glory Days. What was sort of the thought process for the single and then also the upcoming tour? Um, Well, Rebecca, this is Danica. And... The, the Glory Days song is is truly a reflection of, you know, we always say that the Glory Days are the times that, like, you may not have the most money, but it's the time that you'll, most of the time you'll that you'll grind the hardest, you'll meet the most people, you'll have the most adventures, you'll, you'll have all the memories, it'll be the stories that you tell your grandchildren, and, um, you know, the stories that you'll laugh about with your friends, and, um, and, and, and I think that kind of the older we get, we sometimes realize that, like, the glory days will happen again and again and again. And, uh, you know, we hear people say, you know, I thought I lived until I had my grandchildren. And, like, now it's taking on a brand new life or until I became a mom or until I – so I think that you'll – when you hear it, you'll – I think that you'll be able to um, just kind of see the spotlight on the journey and, and, and enjoying the journey and every every bit of it along the way. There's the ups and downs, but all of them go together to, to help – create the 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 memories and the and the journey for the glory days and really there is no destination right it really is the journey when you think about wherever you are (laughs) in your life wherever it may be because once you get to where you think you wanted to go you already have plans for maybe either the next level the next something else so really reminding us that the journey is you know is sort of the gym it is sort of the the thing that we shall be looking for i think is a a beautiful a beautiful thing and y'all are going to go on a journey this tour man i was looking through the dates and i was like them girls are going to be busy so how many days (laughs) is on your first headlining tour which is so exciting wait i'm sorry say that again how many dates are on your tour um so far there are over 60 dates and more to come we are going from the east coast to the west coast spinning some circles in the midwest top to bottom and everywhere in between Wow. Okay. Will any of those be here in Mississippi for us to make sure that we highlight and circle our calendar? Um, we're um. This is Devin, and we are working on some stuff for Mississippi. We um. We can't go on this tour without coming back to home. Like, right. What kind of tour would that be? So we're in the process of working out some stuff and we're trying to get some Mississippi dates coming you guys way. Well, I promise you Mississippi ain't mad at you. You have been coming back and doing headlining events all over the state since since well, this is where you got started as well. So, if you need to go and fly, just make sure you come on back home at at some point. But okay, what city are each of you most excited about to get outside of our state? Like what on the date? Is it like, oh, this is kind of like a, you know, I'm excited about headlining there. 
This is Devin, and I think it's it's a few cities. It's, we're on this tour. It's going to be a lot of stops that we've never gone to before. So we're getting a chance to go to some states that we've never gotten to visit before. And I think I'm really excited towards the beginning. We're going to go to um, Nebraska, and I've never been. And I'm super, super excited about that. <laughs> We've been looking at the map, and we keep saying New England. When she paused, I knew exactly what she was trying to do, recalculating in her head. <laughs> New England. Okay, Nebraska's for um, one. Yeah, what's the other two? Um, this is and I am looking forward to playing in Des Moines. We were supposed to play there with the Indigo Girls during um, during the week we actually wound up doing AGT, but I've, I've looked at the pictures of the Hoyt Sherman Theater, and it just looks like one of those awesome, classical, majestic places. And also, I have a feeling that the fans in Iowa are going to come and show us how they get down. <laughs> I bet those Midwestern fans, man, they they take their concerts um, serious. Okay, so what what is it for you, Danica? Um, let's see. I think I'm gonna have to go with. We've never played out west before, so like we're gonna be out in California. And when I'm, t- it's so funny though, because all of our California fans are always like, "When are you coming to California? When are you coming to California?" And we're always like, "We don't have enough money to travel to California." <laughs> so as we as we've coined it, this is our big girl tour. So we finally get a chance to like branch out further and go to more places that we've never been before, but we've always wanted to go. So this is this tour is so special to us, and it's, it's one that we just can't wait to give to our fans and we can't wait to shake the hand of the people who have voted for us and and streamed and downloaded our music through throughout the years so you get to upgrade i hope at least your traveling vehicle when y'all were here for good things in studio i think you guys had a modest van do we at least get a tour bus do we get a little bit bigger or are we going airfare we get a big girl bus. <laughs> ah, I'm so happy. If not, I was going to be very sad for you. If you <laughs> so, we get a big girl bus, and uh, she's she's big and red. So we her name's Ruby. So Ruby's going to have us on the road for this tour. All right. What's the one thing each of you are going to make sure is on that bus before you head off on tour? Like, what do you have to have for it to feel like home? This is Devin. And in the fridge, I'm going to always make sure we're stocked up with wine and pickles. Yes. And I also will have to have my blanket. I like it. Uh, this is Tree, and I've already got it packed up. I had to make sure I brought the Nintendo Switch so we can settle any inner, inner, any disputes in the band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gets a little intense. <laughs> and uh, this is Danica, and I will absolutely make sure that we got the Bluetooth speaker and that we've got plenty of wireless mic, pretend wireless microphones like uh, spoons and ladles. So that way, if, if if at any point a concert brews up in our spirits, that we have all the equipment to make sure that we have a fun time. Well, y'all are going to have a fun time, and I know you'll probably be singing some Dolly Parton, at least air miking it during your trip there. It's her birthday today. I saw that you had a wonderful yes. tribute online. Have you at all been able to connect with her? Because I'm still putting that manifest that for you guys that you get to do something with her and then I'll get to be invited because it's my it's me right. who did it <laughs> girl look keep praying keep man it's gonna it's gonna happen um but always we keep telling people we're like 
I, I, this is Danik, and I'm like, I don't know if I really, if I'm ready to meet her, because even when I just talk about it, I get weak in the knees, and I like feel like I'm going to pass out, I get all hot and clammy, so like, I just like, I'm so excited to meet her, but I was like, if I pass out, I'll be so embarrassed. But <laughs> That's how so many of y'all's fans, though, feel about it and getting excited about the fact you guys will be headlining your first tour. And I know you've spent many years being the opening act or being guest singers or whatever it may be. And I'm sure y'all are paying that forward. So who's rounding out your concert? You're the headliner. Who will be opening for Chapel Heart now? Um, this is this is Devin, and we have um, Lucas Hogue is going to be opening for us from the um, Hogue Wild. He's our direct support, but we have a few of our friends. We got some friends from AGT, some friends that we've met, you know, just in the industry that's going to be coming out on some dates. So you just never know who may show up at one of these shows. And we got some good surprises. Well, I love that. Well, I love this. Rebecca, this is Danica. We're going to be bringing along some Mississippians that y'all have probably heard of before as well. So we got to show the world what Mississippi is made of. Absolutely. I love that. And I'm so happy for you girls. Every time I see you, you guys are smiling. I know, Danica, you had your little health hiccup. I love that social media supported you sort of through that. But it sounds like you're back strong and ready to go. And so where do we go to get our tickets or to search for a location or closest location for us here in Mississippi? Right. Um, We are. uh, Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much to everybody who uh, who put out prayers for me and who were lifting me in prayers and sending me positive uh, vibes and all the things. We just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And um, it was a, a speedy and, and healthy recovery. And um, on the second side of the coin, you can find um, where we're going to be playing and ticket sales on our website. Chapelheart.com will give you, navigate you to everywhere that you need to be. And um, I'm just going to say, go if you're thinking about it, go ahead and get them because... VIP tickets are running out quickly. The tickets that are on sale are going fast. So, y'all. Well, we love you, girls. I wouldn't wait till the last minute. Love you, girls. We love Love you, Rebecca. We'll talk soon. All right. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Good Things. We're streaming live over at supertalk.fm, where you can also subscribe to Supertalk Mississippi News, this week in Mississippi Newsletter. You can get the news stories you need to know from the most powerful name in Mississippi News delivered to your email inbox. You can sign up for free over at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And how fun were those girls? And if you happen to be just tuning in and you missed our conversation or caught it in the middle of the girls from Chapel Heart, then you can always find it on YouTube later on today. But you're always excited to see them. I guess, flourish and do so well. And they seem so genuine. It's like they are genuinely recognize that all their hard work is paying off. And it feels like they're just still humble and remembering their roots. And they're, you know, going to take Mississippi with them wherever they go. And I bet they put on a heck of a concert. Oh, yeah. And if you maybe 
don't have the means to see them on one of their already scheduled tour dates, or if they come to Mississippi and that concert doesn't really work with your schedule, they do have on their tour two separate occasions where you will likely be able to see them again on national television because in early April they're going to be performing at the CMT Awards and then again in mid-May they're going to be performing with the American Country Music Awards. So I've been open here that America's Got Talent, even though I usually call it AGTV and it's not that, it's AGT, is one of our family's favorites and right now if you are into that show uh, they've got their uh, all-star or whatever um, run going on right now where they bring back the best of the best. They either won AGT or they almost won or they made, or they're, anyway. And so I sat through it thinking, oh I wonder if our girls will, will make an appearance, you know, because they did almost win and they were such a big hit and a fan favorite. And now I know why they are not part of that. They are on their 60 whatever city tour getting geared up for that. And so uh, it's a good thing, in my opinion, that they didn't have to get asked back. Not not that anybody that got asked back hasn't already had a successful career. That's kind of part of it. But they're in their moment and they are, you know, flying, flying high. Speaking of flying high, I just shared this in the Good Things Facebook group. I was scrolling through um, social media and I saw where the mayor of Oxford showed where the water tower is getting a bath today. Number one, beautiful day to have a bath outside. But number two, let's add this to my list of jobs I never want to have to do because it looks terrifying and exhilarating. And then pondering this idea that, you would bathe your water tower anyway, which I know anything left out over time is going to, you know, get a little funky. Needs a good scrubbing. Needs a good scrubbing. But it's like I want to have a conversation with the man up there trusting, I'm assuming man, up there trusting all the contraptions to safely get him up and down the high water tower so he can basically give it a good scrub-a-dub-dub on the outside of the big, big Blue tub. Well, the the water tower in Oxford is one of the new looking ones where they they don't all fit the same mold like the water tower from that '70s show or from your youth growing up. It wasn't my youth. I never climbed a water tower, at least that you can prove. Ah. But there was a point in time in our our culture where there there needed to be more cleaning done to the water towers simply because there were more people visiting the water tower to graffiti their love for one another on the side of the water tower it's sweet home alabama too where they climb up and they have their little come to jesus conversations on the water tower i didn't even think about that no it wouldn't have been me we would have had to smooch on the ground i'm not not crawling up anything that high to with no railing or support i don't think maybe maybe i would have at at an um when my frontal lobe wasn't completely I'm just not going to say on the radio that I've climbed anything that might still be legal. But I've been in some high places that I'm pretty sure I wasn't supposed to be there. I just couldn't do it. No. No. And I thinking of what's the dude that does the that does the job, um, dirty jobs? Micro. Micro. I feel like this is not that this is dirty, but this would fall on that line of like, I'm so happy that there are people on the planet who want to get up and do that for a living because I'm afraid the water tower would just have to stay oogly moogly. I don't not really sure if it was left to me, if, if it would make I would get up there and then clam up 
and hold on really tight to the the safety things. I could never like loosely, but you see it too in bigger cities, and even Mississippi's got some large buildings that would require. The window washers. The window washers. But I feel like you're attached to a flat building and it feel and the the thingy madoodle that you're standing on, the rafting, whatever, it feels bigger and linear to the building. You have to go see this photo. He's going over the little humpity hump there of the water tower and it just doesn't Looks like he's sitting in the seat that you would use to transfer between ships at sea. It, do, it doesn't look like a window washer mobile rack. Right. Like, I've, yes. I, he needs a high five and hug. I bet his wife is extremely nervous for him today on the job. All right. Stick with us. We've got more for you up next. You got the boys with sports talk from three to six. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.